All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The first selection of the National Hockey League Draft belongs to... The Daily Faceoff Podcast comes to you courtesy of the Nation Network. The first overall pick in the 2015 NHL Draft. Gretzky had it, lost it, Eisenman picks it up. Eisenman holding, blue line, chance, stop! Daily Face-Off. The Daily Face-Off. The Daily Face-Off podcast with your host, Brock Sagan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a bonus episode of the Daily Face-Off podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Brock Segan. Unfortunately, last week, uh, we were unable to get... Uh, our schedules didn't really line up with when we had to record and when Chris was available. So uh, my apologies for not having Chris on the show last week, but we've got Chris Abbott from Odd Shark here today to talk about what has been a wild couple of weeks uh, in the NHL playoffs so far. How's it going, Chris? It's going good, Brock. Yeah, I think I needed a few extra days to digest everything that's been happening anyhow, so uh, it's all good. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's been absolutely insane. Uh, kudos to you last week, or two weeks ago, um, on our preview episode, you said, you know, the, the odds are so heavily against the Blue Jackets that it's kind of worth it to throw maybe 10 bucks uh, at them to beat the Lightning in the first round, and then they didn't just beat the Lightning, they swept the Lightning. So uh, I wasn't smart enough to listen to you. Uh, hopefully some of our listeners were through a couple bucks at them because they they pretty much whooped them. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely crazy. Same thing with Colorado and Calgary, although not a sweep. But yeah, when the odds are that heavy against the team, it's okay sometimes just to make that bet. 
it, even if you feel like you might be throwing the money away, I, it's kind of like going to a casino and throwing 20 bucks in a slot machine and seeing if you get lucky. You know what I mean? So uh, people who did back the jackets there, they got lucky. Yeah. Although I, mean, I don't know how much luck there was in it. They played great. Yeah, they did. And you know what? I, I think that hockey's kind of a different beast too. And I think it is obviously reflective uh, in the odds usually. But I mean, like you don't see upsets like this happen in the NBA where in the NHL, you know, you can throw 10 bucks on a long shot and there's a really good chance that, you know, they can win. Uh, especially a team that you know has as much skill and can play uh, as physically and coached by John Tortorella. I mean, that's just playoff hockey magic with uh, with all those recipes together. Well, didn't they look just like a Tortorella team? Like you think back when he was in New York, you had everybody in front of the net just diving to block shots. You have a good goalie, and you get some timely scoring. But the guys they went out to get and the guys they kept, Panarin, of course, uh, they contributed where they needed to, unlike some other teams whose top guys were nowhere to be found. Yeah, Gaudreau, Monaghan were pretty quiet. Uh, from an analytics standpoint, they didn't have a terrible series, but they just didn't seem to ever really be clicking. They never really got going in the series, and, and they were screwed. And then on the other side of the coin, you've got Nathan McKinnon, who just continues to um, kind of distance himself uh, from the rest of the crowd and inch closer and closer to you know Connor McDavid level uh, play. Like he just he dominated, especially the games in Colorado. He's just so fast, so skilled, and I mean, he's, uh, he's really making a name for himself, especially, you know, after a first-round upset like that. I mean, who knows how deep they can go now. He really is, and you know what? This isn't a coincidence. Now, McKinnon was a great player coming up through, but every summer, him and Sidney Crosby and Brad Marchand skate together daily, and they do battle drills against each other daily. And it's no surprise that they're starting, all three of them, well, Sidney always, but separate themselves from the pack in, in terms of big-game players. Yeah, McKinnon just uh, absolutely dynamic. That and that team, you know, when that line top line's going, they're as good as anybody. I mean, I think they're going to run into some trouble, uh, you know, with Vegas or San Jose, whoever comes out of that series. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more later. Let's focus on tonight's games first. We've got two big game sixes. Uh, we've got the Hurricanes hosting the Capitals. The Capitals lead that series three to two. Uh, we were both kind of on the Hurricanes train um, before the series started. Uh, didn't look so good after two games. Looked a little bit better after four games. Game five was a bit of a disappointment, but the home team's won every single game in the series so far. Carolina's got home ice tonight. That crowd was bumping in games three and four. Do you see this series making it to seven, or is Washington, the reigning Stanley Cup champions, going to go in there and get things done tonight? Uh, for me, I bet Washington to win this tonight, especially if they're paying even money. Um, look, the Carolina story's been really nice, but I think Washington really separated themselves in game uh, five. Another big thing is that all the injuries Carolina is dealing with, they've had to make emergency recalls from their AHL team before tonight's game. Um, I know Svechnikov skated earlier this week. I'm not sure if he's actually going to play tonight or not. Jordan Martinuk out. And, and those are the guys that they miss in terms of their power play, and it was really evident early in Game 5. And on the other side of that, I think capital superstars like Backstrom and Ovechkin step their game up, and uh, that's a bad recipe for Carolina and also um, we talked before you said you're a Detroit fan and Peter Morazic's played pretty well but you've also seen the other side and I think he you know they're proving who Peter Morazic is as the series goes on not that it's been his fault but there's certainly an advantage in net for Washington so um, I think the crowd will be a factor but I also thought in game four that Washington played really well they just didn't find a way to put the puck in the net. So I don't know that home ice is as big as an advantage, especially betting-wise, as it should, as 
it is tonight for Carolina. I like Washington. Yeah, um, you look at Carolina, I mean, I would obviously like them a lot more if Sveshnikov was in. Um, he is listed as game-time decision, so is Martinook, so is Furland. Uh, based on the morning skate, it looks like Furland and Martinook could be in. Um, Svechnikov most likely out, um, and he's the biggest piece there. He's the one they really need to play. Uh, I, I still think Carolina can get it done just because of the home ice. Um, Mirazic's been way better on home ice this series than he has been on the road. Um, but when you're talking even money, uh, you know Washington's probably the smarter bet. Uh, just they've been the better team through five games, and as long as they don't get outshot like forty-four to eighteen again, they should be fine in this one. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that's how I look at it, just from a betting perspective. The defending champions coming off a five-nothing win. Um, Carolina realized that even if they do win tonight, they've got to go back and win in Washington. So it's a hard spot to be in. I think it'll be a close game, but I'm just I'm siding with Washington. I don't think there's a, a whole lot in between the teams, though. No. Uh, speaking of not a lot between two teams, uh, Nashville and Dallas, uh, been a pretty tightly contested series outside of one game, uh, where Dallas absolutely roasted Nashville, uh, in game four. Now they return back to Dallas where the, you know, the site of that game was and, uh, Ben Sieg and Radzloff line has just become a force, um, like they have been for a couple of years, but Nashville seemingly has no answers for Dallas's top line right now. Uh, do you see Dallas, you know, going, you know, getting this done uh, and, and completing yet another first-round upset, or is this going back to Nashville for seven? I bet on Dallas in this game tonight. Interestingly enough, when I went to look at the betting line, it was like minus 135 for Dallas. But then when I looked around at the series, it said for the series to go six games, minus 120. So I, it's just an algorithm thing, right? Yeah. The, I hadn't updated, so I took the and in six games, minus 120 instead of minus 135 for Dallas to win tonight. But you just said it. Their top line, three guys who through their careers have been known to maybe sit back every now and again or not play at their best. But when they have played at their best through their careers, they've been some of the best players in the NHL. And they're all rolling right now. Ben Bishop's always been a good goaltender. He had some injury troubles in his career. But he's always been a good goaltender. The way he plays the puck helps out. And then you get back to talking about top players not making an impact and that's the problem that Nashville has right now uh, Ryan Johansson hasn't done much Philip Forsberg hasn't done much PK Subban I mean you don't want to be relying on your defenseman for offensive output but he hasn't been you know doing much in terms of scoring Ryan Ellis there's that one goal in uh, what was it Sunday's game Saturday's game where Ben just throws Ellis like 10 feet behind the net, a little pass out front. So that's the difference right now. Dallas is playing a big boy game, and I don't think Nashville has it. Yeah, and like one of the main things coming into this series was, you know, Nashville, pretty good team at 5-on-5, five five, literally haven't been able to get anything going on the power play for like three years. And that's been the story yet again. They have not scored a power play goal yet in the series. Uh, you know, when you've got a, a penalty kill that's clicking at 100% like Dallas is, uh, it's pretty easy. It makes things easier uh, on, you know, on Ben Bishop. And obviously, uh, if Nashville can't get their power play going, it was a story coming in the series and it's been the story of the series. And if they, you know, they can't score a power play goal tonight, I just don't see how they can win the game. Yeah, I think that's a huge part of it. I also think Pekka Rene did everything he could early in game five to keep his team in it. And uh, he's got to be a little bit dejected as well because he made saves he had no business making, and eventually Dallas just found their found a way to score. So I just think Dallas is at a different level right now, and uh, 
Would they play St. Louis? Would that be the series? That would be a hell of a series in yep. the second. Yeah. yeah wow. That would be good for sure. Uh, it would be nice to see those two top, powerful top lines go together uh, head-to-head. I just, you know, 0 for 11. This is not going to get it done at this time of the year yeah. on the power play. And they can't seem to figure it out. And then, like, they haven't done it all year. They haven't done it last year. They didn't do it the year before. So I don't think that all of a sudden in game six they're magically going to figure out how to score on the power play. No, I don't think they're going to either. And further to that, I think maybe uh, Peter Laviolette's job security may be in question. I'm not sure what his contract status is, but if he's unable to get, you know, it's not the fact that they're losing, it's how they're losing, I think, is is really telling. Yeah, you know, I just, I, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, which is with all that talent, especially on the blue line, to not be able to produce in the power play makes absolutely no sense to me. I think they could have used a guy like Wayne Simmons to stay healthy throughout the series. That probably would have helped a little bit, but uh, I mean, he hasn't had that great of a year either, so to bank on him being super resurgent here in the playoffs is a bit of a stretch, but obviously he would have helped. Yeah, that was one thing I was going to mention, actually, and you got to it, is the Wayne Simmons, Brian Boyle factor. Those are guys that, but when they're hurt, I mean, Boyle, what a warrior, comes back from appendicitis. Now, nothing compared to what he's been through, I suppose, but yeah, I mean, if those guys aren't able to go at 100%, that certainly uh, puts a bit of a damper on the strategy, I'm sure, that the Predators had coming in. For sure. Uh, so you have both of these games ending, or both these series, I should say, ending in six. Uh, but we do have two Game 7s to look forward to uh, in two of the most tightly contested series so far. Uh, we're going to start with Toronto and Boston. Uh, it shouldn't surprise anybody that this series made it to seven games. Uh, they always play the seven games. Um Boston really looked uh, good in Game 6, kind of got back to their game again. It's just been a weird series because they just seemingly alternate uh, games where one team plays well, the other team plays poorly. Um, But the one thing we talked about at length uh, when we were previewing the series was the Maple Leafs need Frederick Anderson to be great if they're going to win the series. And my God, has he ever been outstanding so far. Um, Is he going to be the difference maker in Game 7? Do you think the Leafs get it done in Boston? Or do you think you're going to stick with your bet uh, with Boston winning from, I think you said it uh, two weeks ago, I think you said it a month ago. Have have your feelings changed at all? It's a lot closer than I thought it was going to be, although, yeah, you're right. We probably should have bet on this one to go seven games. Um, I think that Boston wins tomorrow night. I think there really is something to the fact that Toronto knew yesterday that they needed to close that out at home. And when it started to get away from them, there was a, a little bit of panic, I'm sure, that could be felt all over Scotiabank Arena and all over the city because everybody there knew that they had to go back to Boston for Game 7. And I don't care who you are and I don't care what the players say, what Babcock says. That's been the scene of two huge disappointments in the last, what, five years, six yeah. years? Yeah. And um, I, I tell you what, it'd take a hell of an effort to overcome that. I think they've got players that can do it there. But Boston will have the mental edge going into the game. And if they play their way, physical hard hockey, and referees usually let a lot go in Game 7, Boston may be able to manhandle the Leafs. So I hope my bet stays true and I'm right. (laughs) All right. And then we've got another Game 7. We were both, I believe, on the Vegas train coming in. Uh, Vegas, you know, has been the better team in this series. Martin Jones has played... Pretty typical uh, Martin Jones hockey through five games at least. Absolutely standing on his head in game six. Uh, steals the show. Uh, I think he had 57 saves to win uh, in, in double overtime yesterday. So that game, back to San Jose. Again, uh, you know, not always easy to win on the road. Vegas has been able to do it in the series. But um, do you like Vegas still in this seven? In, you know, this game seven? Or maybe Martin Jones turns in another magical performance? 
I like Vegas, but um, it, it's it's interesting because there's nothing better for a team in the playoffs than a hot goalie, and John Sebastian Jaguer proved that years and years ago. <laughs> um, so I'm a, I'm a little nervous. I do have Vegas to win, but if Martin Jones stays on that in that zone that he's been in, then it could be hard to beat him. I think the double overtime shorthanded wrist shot from outside the top of the circles, that's a tough one. If there's anyone who can bounce back from it, it's Marc-Andre Fleury. And I think important to know that all three series that Vegas won last year were on the road. So I, I think Vegas can pull this one out. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. And I think much like the Leafs with that mentality of, oh, gosh, we've got to go into Boston. I think there might be some of that mentality with San Jose. There's going to be a lot of pressure on the home team in this one. And I, that's palpable in the arena when there's 18,000 people nervous. That's going to rub off on the team. So to me, Vegas has nothing to lose here. They're the, uh, they're the road team. They've been here and done that before. Um, I like Vegas to win, but I think it's going to be a hell of a game. It's crazy to just sit here and talk about this team in their second year, and we're already seeing how they've been there and done that. I mean, they've, they've been so fantastic last year. They've been great. Like, that second line, uh, I guess, maybe is their first line now, but they've been outstanding in the series. I just, like, if I had to put my money on Marc-Andre Fleury versus Martin Jones in a playoff game, because the teams have been pretty even, i got to go with Marc-Andre Fleury as well. I just don't. I had, I think I took Vegas in seven, so it doesn't surprise me that I got here. San Jose, uh, about as good of a blue line as you'll see in the NHL. Tons of talent up front, but Marc-Andre Fleury, much better than Martin Jones. I'm beating a dead horse here. I've been talking about it for weeks, but I just, I, I can't see Martin Jones get it done two games in a row. The magic happened in game six. I just don't see it happening again. I think you're right. I think San Jose may have more game breakers in their lineup. So that's definitely something to consider. And that's why, from a betting perspective, this game is a pick It's the exact same odds on both sides. So I'm not sure. I might back Vegas just because, uh, like I've been doing with a lot of the playoffs, same with Washington, same with Dallas. If I had a team going in, there was a reason I had them. Same with St. Louis. Exactly. I'm going to stick with Vegas, try not to let the recent games um, skew my view of it too much. And I... I think you're right. I think if I had to pick between Flurry and Jones, I'm taking Flurry every time. Yes, absolutely. Um, all right. So you've got uh, Washington winning tonight, Dallas winning tonight, Boston winning tomorrow, and Vegas winning tomorrow. I'm pretty much right there with you. Um, I'm going to be a little bit biased here towards Carolina, though. I'm going to go with Carolina to at least force a game seven. I just can't. Uh, I just want them to win so bad, but I'm a little bit nervous that the injuries catch up to them. But equal to that point. No TJ Oshie hurts uh, the Capitals as well. So hopefully the Carolina Hurricanes can force Game 7. I'd just love to see it. I'll just take as many Game 7s as I can get at this point. Oh, I'm with you on that one. I love Game 7. And like you said, totally different than the NBA where it's just sweeps and blowouts. And uh, yeah, the NHL playoffs proving once again why it's the best in all the four major sports. Absolutely. So uh, that's going to conclude today's episode. Uh, we will be back later this week, depending on how everything shakes out. Uh, if, if tomorrow is the only game sevens, then we'll probably be back on the mics on Wednesday or Thursday to preview the second round. Uh, Dylan and Beebs will join me. We'll talk to Chris then again as well. But I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode of the Daily Faceout podcast brought to you by Odd Shark. Thanks again, as always, Chris. And we'll talk to you again in a couple days. All right. Best of luck with your bets, everybody. And we'll talk to you guys before round two. Wrestle to the dirt now, back of my crowd. I took a trip to the borderlands and I dashed my head in some upstream land. I saw a man in a two-tone coat, told me everything he liked about the songs I wrote. Turn his head into my surprise.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.